Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Great to catch up with the South Australian Greens Energy Spokesman, Robert Sims. Robert, how are you today? Good, thank you. Ricky, how are you? Uh, good, and we were also intrigued by your press release calling for, look, I'm paraphrasing here, resurrecting ETSA. Walk us through what it is the Greens want to achieve and why. So what we're calling for is a commission of inquiry to look into reviving ETSA. You know, the um, Labor government, when they came to power, had promised to have a commission of inquiry into um, returning our transport, uh, public transport trains um, and uh, trams back into public hands. Well, they didn't proceed with that in the end. And so what we're saying is why not use the money that you would have spent on that inquiry into having one into bringing back ETSA and um, returning our electricity back to, to public hands? Because we know that since uh, ETSA was privatised decades ago now, we've seen huge increases in electricity prices. And according to the federal budget um, that was released uh, earlier this week, electricity prices are going to go up 50% across the country. And and that's just going to be too much for South Australian families that are already struggling during this cost of living crisis. Well, I noticed that uh, South Australian Energy Minister Tom Kustantonis shared on his social media during Friday, where I think he was at a meeting to do with the energy regulator, that the cost, the international price of coal was a big reason for the uh, big spike in prices predicted in the federal budget. Do you agree with that analysis? Yeah, look, I think um, we know that uh, coal is well, it's a finite um, resource. It's one that's terrible for um, the environment and we need to be moving away from it. Um, and, you know, here in South Australia, we, we have a good track record when it comes to renewables. But one of the other things that we're calling for the government to look at is to reinstate the subsidies that they had for battery and solar. They scrapped those in the state budget a few months ago Um, And that seems to me to be a really short-sighted decision when we're in the middle of a cost-of-living crisis and a climate crisis. Well, I noticed the World Economic Forum recently posted a video uh, celebrating South Australia as a a leader when it came to renewable energy. I see Daniel Andrews, who's talking about having a public utility as well, uh, is saying he wants um, his state to run that with 95% renewable energy. Is that what you'd be envisioning with ETSA? It wouldn't be using coal-fired power? That's right. So what we'd like to see is it's uh, being reimagined as a renewable energy provider, publicly owned, with the um, South Australian people controlling the uh, electricity provision. Um, And uh, we think that would ensure that it's operating actually for the benefit of people rather than shareholders. Well, I noticed that uh, during the election campaign, Peter Malinowskis, I thought he said they were going to establish some sort of public utility when it came to green hydrogen. Has that gone by the wayside or am I remembering incorrectly? No, I think you're right on that. They are wanting to invest in green hydrogen and make that happen. I mean, we, we're coming to the last sitting days of the, the year, the parliamentary year. We haven't seen any legislation around that yet. But to be fair, the government's only been in for six months, so they've got time. And I know that this is a key priority for them. But from our perspective, um, you don't just want to put all your eggs in the green hydrogen basket. We need to have alternative um, renewables as well. 
Um, and fundamentally, we don't want to see um, all of the, uh, our, so much of our power supply in South Australia being dominated by private providers. And that's why reimagining ANSA is, um, I think, such a good idea. And these are the sorts of things that this Commission of Inquiry could look at, whether the government to give it the green light. Now, that Commission of Inquiry you're talking about is uh, you want to re- get the government to repurpose uh, what it was going to spend on public transport inquiries for this inquiry instead. But are you looking at doing something in the Parliament if you can't get that inquiry up, like a, a committee or something like that? Uh, what I'm proposing is a motion calling on the government to do it. Um, and we'll see see how things play out over the next few months. I'd certainly be open to looking at other options in the Parliament to try and highlight these issues. But let's see, first of all, whether the government step up and make it happen. And, and um, I'll be moving a motion when Parliament resumes next week to call on them to do that. Now, just lastly, on this subject of energy, a uh, commentary that's been on our station, say for National Party leader David Littlebrowd, has been saying that it's the poles and wires cost that is a big component of what these energy bills are going up in the next two years. Is that something you agree with? It's the cost of rewiring the grid for where renewable energy is being generated? Oh, I think um, the um, nationals don't necessarily have a, a good track record when it comes to um, talking about uh, renewables. It's certainly not their area of focus. They had a very bad track record when they were in government um, on these issues. I think what what is clear here is that there's some price gouging happening from private um, providers, and um, we've got to stop that. But also, I think it's true that the cost of fossil fuels is going up and the cost of gas at the moment is going up uh, significantly, but also um, the cost of uh, fossil fuels in general. And that's why having a publicly owned renewable energy provider is a, a really good approach for us to take. And I imagine a publicly owned provider would also have, I guess, a community service obligation, as we know with SA Water, that when it comes to regional people, it would uh, keep the prices at a reasonable level, not see them pay more than maybe, uh, you know, so everyone in the state pays the same price. Well, that's right. And, uh, you know, one of the benefits of a publicly owned provider is that they're responsible to the public, not the shareholders. Um, they're not trying to make a profit. They're there to deliver outcomes to the community. And I think when you're looking at utilities, water, energy, these things should be in public hands. Well, Robert Sims, we'll see how this one develops. It'll be interesting to see if you get your motion up or if the government does conduct this sort of inquiry. Labor in the past has said they're not for privatisations, but we know otherwise from Forrest and otherwise in their track record. We'll look forward for updates from you on this one. Thanks very much. Thanks for following it up. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.